This episode of the Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by Mark Marin Touring Australia. That's right, the host of the hit podcast WTF is going to be in Australia for a select string of dates on the East Coast. Carl, what are those dates? Mark Marin will be performing on Thursday, October 15 at the State Theatre in Sydney. Next night, he'll be in Melbourne at the Palais Theatre on October 16. And then the next night... Saturday, 17th of October, he'll be hitting Brisbane at City Hall, Tommy. Those shows are going to be awesome. We've both seen Mark Maron semi-recently doing stand-up. He's great. He's been on this show. If you go back through our archives, you can find him on that. And he's totally in your wheelhouse, the listeners. He is, uh, you know, that's basically... The number one podcast in America, comedy yeah. podcast, isn't it? So, so this is your chance to see one of the greats at the very top of his game, the Marination Tour. Tickets on sale now from all those usual ticketing places. Brought out by Misspelt Youth, who are bringing out a lot of US acts at the moment. So hit them up, hit their website to see who they're touring at the moment. But Mark Marin is the jewel in their crown. So yeah. uh, check him out uh, on the rare occasion he's coming to Australia. Yeah, get out there, guys. We'll see you there. Bye, mates. <laughs> Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. You've got an update on last week for us. I do. Hit uh, us with it. On last week's episode, I did talk about the young gentleman listener, the person aware of the show that rang me while he was hopped up on mescaline. Yes. <laughs> in the middle of... The Victor Harbour Forest kicking leaves into the air. and I put a call out during the episode. Uh, I wanted to know what kind of recreational drugs do people get on when and before they listen to this show. Right. Someone messages to say, wow, had just ripped a massive bong and then Dasilo whips that out on the show. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> so to everyone who's toking on at the moment, fucking... Ray John Brothers. Yeah, is yeah. that what drug users say to each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For everyone, for everyone downloading this episode at four twenty in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you got, mate? Um, Bong on. Let's go. The, the guy, the guy that uh, hit me up, the young gentleman, uh, replied to me uh, when the episode came out. Went great new ep, Chan man. I'd like to clarify some things though. <laughs> the fabulous Adam Richard was right. Mescaline is from cacti, and Daslow was right as well. I did come as soon as you answered the phone. <laughs> 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 Who would have thought that that piece of information, those two pieces of information, would have come from those two sources? Yeah, you know, yeah. if I had to guess, I would have said that yeah. was the other way around. Also, also, Morris Mescalin has caught on as a nickname for me, which I'm not totally happy about. <laughs> <laughs> and last night, I did see that crazy guy again screaming at the moon about Barack Ob- Obama. So that's all. See you, mate. I said, "Ha, uh, thanks for the sweet content." Oh, you've written back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> said, "Ha, thanks for the sweet content, Moza." He said, "No problemo." Next time you don't have anything to talk about, contact me and I'll take a bunch of meth and go into an insane asylum. Oh, so great. There's well, next week's app. Ex- yeah, ex- <laughs> expect a call in the next couple of days. I like how he goes that that nickname's caught on with his group of friends. Like, wh- who's he sitting down and going, listen to this, yeah. I talked about my drug use to these podcasters and they made fun of me yeah. for it. Yeah, and it's such a catchy nickname as well. <laughs> Morris, Morris Mescaline. Mescaline. There's, there's 17 syllables in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, today on the show, first of all, you know him from writing the banners at the footy. We've talked about it a lot. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club and from the circle, Danny McGinley. (laughs) You nearly thought you'd gotten off scot-free, didn't you? I was about to call you out on it. Yes, from the circle. What a great show. G'day, Denise. Yep. Uh, Any any word on the comeback? Uh, No. Last I heard uh, there was – oh, actually, there there was rumour going around Channel 10. I'm probably not supposed to talk about it – that there was going to be a baby circle. Uh, you said this last time, oh, yeah. There we go. Well, then, yeah. then no, no. I've but that's still that's no, no nothing's quashed that. Since then. TV yeah. tonight haven't come out and poured 
hot water or cold nah. water over that rumour? No, nah, not okay. at all. I haven't been misquoted or anything. Also joining us on the show, you know him from Triple J Breakfast and from Reality Check. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Tom Ballard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. It's fucking kicking in, bros. Rage on, brother. Rage on. The great Mr. Ballard. The- <laughs> the grateful what are you waiting? <laughs> the grateful dum dum. <laughs> I was at the circle as well. Come on, did you? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember you there. No, nor to anyone. I, I've tried to block it out. I did a stand up spot that yeah, that never. Oh, never well. did oh yeah, you did one of the people that did stand up on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Was it no good? Oh look, good luck to him. I'm very happy for the gig. Happy for the work. Happy yeah, for the work. But um, you know, bemused old ladies, a lot of empty chairs. That's um, my demographic, pal. <laughs> Watch it. I was because I was booked in. I made one appearance on it, and uh, which, of which Tommy and, and Nick Cody were in the audience for. And I, th- I believe I was booked in to do stand up on that show. And then I believe someone did stand up just before me, like within the last couple of weeks before that, and it went so badly they went, "Let's not have stand up again." <laughs> so then I was just on the couch when I went on. Oh, but a blessing yeah. in disguise. Yeah, by the Are sounds you of it. Using Ballard. No, no, not at all. No, no. I like that as you were talking before, you said good luck to him for a show that's got cancelled and been off the air for maybe four years now. (laughs) Good good luck. Good luck to him. (laughs) Posthumous good luck. (laughs) So what's the baby circle? Like people talking about their babies. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'm not going to get a gig on that, I think. No. No. (laughs) Fuck him. I want an old bird in flames. You'll be on the up the bum no baby circle. Oh, and it's... (laughs) That's two for two weeks that I've gotten that one in. (laughs) She's a place for friendship. (laughs) <laughs> Hand the bong over, Ballard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Up the bong, no babies. <laughs> well, this is exciting because you, you two are, uh, uh, Tommy, Tommy Dassel and Tom Ballard are about to move in together, yeah. I believe. You're about to, Central. Yeah. yeah. About to things are getting pretty serious. And yeah, right. <laughs> which wow. is like very right weird time. because like uh, nearly a year ago now, we made a pilot of a sitcom in which we played fictional housemates mm. and now we're about to become real life housemates. Life imitating art. Yeah. Which one? Which one do you reckon is going to be going to be more successful? <laughs> <laughs> what? Which out of us or which experience? No, no, I don't need to ask that one. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> now that's just accurate. Um, well, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Hope, uh, yes, hopefully fully furnished. There might still be life in the old girl yet, and I'm sure that living experience will be wonderful. I'm actually working on uh, fully famished babies. So. Oh, ah. fully famished? Yeah. <laughs> fully famished babies. Yeah. Where's that filming, can I ask? Uh, Uganda. <laughs> yeah, how are you getting the funding a dollar a day. <laughs> yeah, but we so we went and looked at places on Saturday. We had a great uh, we had a great day. We went and looked at about six places, one of which I would describe as livable. <laughs> Just shit heaps, really. Just, I mean, the better the location, the worse the place. How's the dynamic going to work between you? Which one? Which are the odd couple? Which one's? Yeah, the, go on. I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that both of you are the messy one. Are you both messy? What is this? It's a question. <laughs> I, I was Sorry, I just had a stroke. That, that bomb really kicked yeah. in. <laughs> I will say, and I don't want to out this person specifically, although as soon as I give the details away, I think it's going to become pretty obvious who it is. I have been warned about your messiness via a former housemate of yours. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. who listens to the show. Wow. Yeah. My messiness? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Is it Tom's mum? <laughs> Big listener. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Loves tuning in to hear how ripped her son is. <laughs> <laughs> 
fuck, Judy. I need some, <laughs> need some cash, man. Come on, Thomas. Stop bogarting it. I raised you better than just that. <laughs> I think you only really run into problems with cleanliness. I think as long as people's standards kind of match up, that's okay. Like, I'm not... Like, I, I, I tidy. Like, I'm not the tidiest person in the world. But, you know, I'm fine to leave some dishes for a couple of days. And I think you run into problems if you have someone who wants the dishes done immediately. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I like, I've been... House. Like, my housemates now, they leave stuff out a bit, but... So do I from time to time. So it's fine. And we've had a big ant problem for the last four months. But <laughs> by and large, it's been fine. You say big ant problem. I say big ant opportunity. <laughs> Kill, watching ants die is the only way I can get erect nowadays. So, yeah, I turned that into a positive. Okay. Well, I'm going to make some calls. And <laughs> that inspection we're going to this afternoon, don't worry about it. Mate. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'm just going to buy a house. Oh, wow. Well. So, so are you both going to be a bit messy then? Is that... Is well, you know, there's only only time will tell. This will be if, the first time I've ever lived in a house with all men, I'll right. say, which I've heard it said that uh, this is a generalisation, but having a lady in the house tends to kind of keep the standards of cleanliness mm-hmm. a bit. And to be honest, that's any time I've been clean in a house, it's purely been... To I've, impress chicks. To impress the <laughs> chicks that I live with. <laughs> to get them to come home with you. <laughs> well, with yeah. my homosexuality and your voice, we're close enough. Like, <laughs> we're pretty much there. Yeah, let's start a nightclub in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty much on board. If the housemate who told you, the ex-housemate who might have told you <laughs> said that I was d- d- messy is yes. the person I'm thinking of. You know who it is. Who else could it be that I have a direct link to? Well... Uh, and they listen to this too, so they're fucking sweating bullets right about now. <laughs> so go yeah. on. Maybe just ask them about, you know, whether we all the housemates paid rent on time. Oh! Or maybe, you know, potentially, you know, <laughs> maybe still owe people some money. Whoa! I don't know. You hear that, Mikey Williams? You've been put on notice. <laughs> Wow, and Ballard is is sweating on it to pay his dealer. So So this is what it feels like to make fun of people for financial hardship. (laughs) I see why you guys have been doing it. Ballard, you don't want to live with someone who borrows money and then never pays back. You're in the wrong house. (laughs) You have not learned. Anyway, to start a completely new conversation, hi to Reese Nicholson out there. (laughs) (laughs) If he happens to be listening. It's all fine. Everything's fine. What's your fucking mouth? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's not who that was about at all. But anyway, okay, yeah. Great. yeah. No, I think it's gonna be good. I liked, uh, yeah, going to inspections. I've I've realised like in in looking at um. Uh, uh, just a bunch of different listings. The word "funky" in a listing is oh. is always cause for concern, in <laughs> yeah. my experience. Right. You'd never go to a, you'd never see somewhere good, like a good, nice house, and describe it as funky. Do you know? <laughs> no, what I mean? you want your entertainment precincts to be funky. You don't want your living quarters to be yeah. funky. <laughs> to me, that means there's like fucking benches coming out of like weird angles. To and me, it just says smell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Funky. Really... I'm I'm down with. Yeah. I, I like funky things. That's fine. You don't really see that in rental listings. Them describing the smell of the property, but <laughs> yeah. it does make a big difference. It does make a really what's, big difference. What is what are you looking for, and what's the deal breakers with you guys? What do you what what can't you deal with for this well, we, new house? We went to one that looked. Great in Pod, listing. Podcasting studio is a must. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, must have uh, egg cartons along all the world yeah. walls for good acoustics. Yeah. Um, must went... live close to, must be close to Dilruk Jai Singer. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency guest <laughs> precautions. Um, we went and looked at one. I enjoyed your power move. We looked at one in Carlton that was a real shithole. Mm. And we were all looking through it and all of us being, because, you know, the estate agent's there and too polite to, you know, we're all sort of trying to be polite and... and 
you know, nice about it. And then we walk down the stairs and, and Tom goes, you know what, guys, not to play this move, but I've hosted Q&A. I deserve fucking better than this. <laughs> That's very fair. And just all the other people looking around going, wow, that is a fucking rental power move. <laughs> Drop your price and maybe we'll talk, lady. Tom <laughs> is great to look at places too because the first place we looked at, which we actually quite liked, and we thought this is nice. There's like, oh, there's quite a big garden there. I wonder what happens. Like the owners maybe, you know, hire a garden to sort that out. As we're walking out of the property past the real estate agent, <laughs> Tommy, in an almost louder than normal voice, <laughs> exclaims, yeah, yeah, that garden at our place just goes to shit because we just don't give a shit <laughs> very loudly so everyone can hear so see i've been thinking about that since you pointed it out and i a breakup that i went through years and years ago um you know like have you ever been through a breakup where the person is just really trying to fucking burn you on the way out and they're just like they're just bringing out stuff that really deep stuff about you that they've clearly been surprisingly sitting surprisingly not <laughs> <laughs> either of you guys ever had that like because, you know, there's those things that you're sort of sitting on that you realise that if you bring them up, that's like sort of going nuclear a little right. bit. It's that that chops off all the loose you, ends. Yeah, it's like because you've we got can't be friends anymore. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You've always got to have one eye on the future. Danny, anything like that? No, I date people I like. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, an ex many, many years ago when we broke up, she was like, you know what, you have got the least fucking tact of anyone I've ever known. You are the most tactless cunt of all time. And it's just now in my, as I'm getting older with experiences like that at that rental inspection that I'm starting to realise, I think she might have been onto something. <laughs> there's, but there's something about you though, Tommy, because I think because you're an only child, yep. I do see that about you yep. in circumstances. You've, there's something about only, only children. Yeah, I'm oblivious. That you are? I'm oblivious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you, you're quite... You, it's not like you've got Asperger's, but there's a little bit of something... <laughs> I've, I've thought for many years that I had actual Asperger's. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I don't believe I do. No, I But don't I must either. be on the cusp. No, no, I think it's just that single child thing. How about I, I wish I had Asperger's because then it's some kind of justification <laughs> for this behaviour. <laughs> Because otherwise, it's just, I'm a prick. <laughs> just, just ask your mummy and daddy for something. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, he's asked for rent, he's asked for a car, now he's asked for an illness. <laughs> just see what you can do, Dad. Just run it up the pole for me. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, son. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, how about this? Now, I've got some, I found out some news today, uh, which I'm very surprised at. Um, now, is this what you were sizzling when you were trying to get me on the show? No, it isn't. It oh, isn't. Now, I did. I have got uh, uh, Danny McGinley on the show under certain pretenses because I he said I can't do it because I've got the the baby, I've got the kid, uh, I, I can't and, do it. And another radio interview. And a, 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 no, ABC. and a ra radio interview. Okay, that'll do. Um, <laughs> so I can't do it. I'm busy. And I said, well, it's a shame because I got some pretty sweet content on this one. And you're like, oh, I'll put it. I'll, I'll put in a word. I'll yeah. do what I can. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. You know, Daddy, anything for content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that content is yet to come. This All is right, just some brilliant. pre. This is some pre-content. Right. Sizzle on that. <laughs> this is foreplay. All right. <laughs> I'm pre-contenting all over the place. <laughs> it still can get you pregnant, so just be careful <laughs> with the pre-content. Not if you're standing up when it happens. <laughs> so, welcome back to Up the Bum No Baby. <laughs> so. Uh, I found out today, so we've talked about this before on the show, if anyone uh, lives in Melbourne that listens to this and even visitors to Melbourne, of which I met a couple last night at Comedy at Spleen, Comedy at Spleen is on a Monday night in Melbourne, which I co-run, it's been running for like seven years, I uh, had a couple of listeners in last night from Interstate that yeah, came yeah, in. Yeah, no ads, keep going. <laughs> that came in, uh, especially delighted to see, for example, Dorok 
was there uh, so that we got pictures with them and whatever. So that, it was really cool to have uh, listeners coming to the show. So uh, Comedy Spleen, I took it over like uh, uh, there was like four different people that ran it. There was the first, second, third, fourth, four groups of people. I was the uh, man steel sort of. It passed through many, one. many different owners, many yes. different operators of that gig. Yes. Now the first person, and that was all within a year. The first person to run comedy at Spleen was uh, Sammy J's brother. Ah, a friend of the show, Sammy J. His brother was the first person to run that, right? Tim McMillan, Tim successful McMillan. musician in his own right. Yes, successful mm. mu- musician. Now, what I found out today, it, so the first runner of Comedy at Spleen that ran Comedy at Spleen a year before I took over is now Mm-mm. a member of Ugly Kid Joe. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to come right out. I don't know what that is. Ugly Kid Joe. No, they're a band. Tom, yeah. How old are you, Tom? What, what year were you born? In, in 1989. No, okay. Ugly Kid Joe were popular when you were three. Okay. And by the time you were four, they weren't. <laughs> yeah. I reckon, the, from... I reckon the version of Cats in the Cradle that you know, <laughs> yeah. that's Ugly Kid Joe. Yes, that's exactly. the one that I grew up with. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And they what's... sang the song from the official soundtrack of Wayne's World. Okay. What's that song? Everything about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was that Wayne's World? I was going to say Wayne's that was. Yeah, no. It's got the little else. rap bit where he talks about okay. you know Wayne's. How could you have been the go. presenter on Triple J and not know <laughs> the body of work of Ugly Kid Joe? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like very easily. Yes. <laughs> I think I think they asked me if I knew for the job interview. I said no. They said welcome oh. aboard. They had one other hit called Neighbor. Yeah. It's about being a bad neighbour. That's their three hits. Right. That says a lot about them that I, I don't know any of their music apart from the cover of another song. There you go. Well, yeah. But you were born in, what, 1989? 86. Well? 86. Yeah. Right. That just excites me that someone that ran Spleen is now in Ugly Kid Joe, meaning I could be 12 months away from being in Four Non Blondes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, we got your story next. out for your little line that you clearly wrote at 11 a.m. this morning. <laughs> Can we fucking move on now? <laughs> Sorry for trying to be entertaining on the show. I think, can we all just be surprised? Ugly Kid Joe is still around? Yeah. Like, that's, that's no, kind that of surprising. Was, that was only slightly less surprising than the fact I know someone in Ugly Kid Joe. Yeah. Yeah, that's... yeah that, that excited me enough and then I found out I know someone in Ugly Kid Joe. Still around and still recruiting new members. You know yeah. what I mean? People jump and ship out of the yeah. out of the good camp Ugly Kid Joe. Yeah, I th- yeah, they're, they're still doing the thing of, uh, you know that thing where one member just holds on? Yeah. Oh. And just holds gets court. to keep the name? Yeah. And then just brings whoever else. Well, why would you let go of such a great name yeah. like Ugly <laughs> Kid Joe? <laughs> well, when you've written all those covers, so... <laughs> I remember the. I remember seeing the album in my local video store. My v- local video store used to rent out CDs, like music CDs. Yeah. Just and, before. And can I say is is the cover is the cover of their well known album a cartoon of the Statue of Liberty giving the bird? Yes, it is. No, now you... does that ring any bells, Tom Ballard? <laughs> no, you may not say that, but yes, it is. All oh, right. Because um, it looked, yeah, it looked like uh, you weren't sure if you were getting a, a, a musical album or it was Mad Magazine. Yes. Yeah, and they had this. Did they have a little? They had an almost Alfred E. Newman esque little um because it was like a cartoon of a guy giving was he like their little mascot the guy yeah, who was maybe. giving the finger oh, like, the statue like, of liberty like Eddie from Iron Maiden yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but like a little little kind of almost Dennis the Menacey Alfred E. Newman little what a figure. scamp he was yeah I assume he was Joe oh yeah That's, yeah I mean I guess so Why well else? I'll ask my friend Tom's, Tom's, my friend Tom's asleep <laughs> bored out of my fucking uh, <laughs> now you know how regular people feel listening to Triple J yeah. oh. Oh. Oh, hello Tim. 
<laughs> Tim's got something for Super Request. <laughs> you got anything from the first album of something for Kate? <laughs> if you want to get him, text in. <laughs> Let's get Tim to the top of the hottest 100 right. <laughs> this year. Let's get Tom Ballard. Involved in the show. Sorry to talk about. No, I'm sorry. No. The, uh, okay, let's make it more real. Let's talk about the Buffalo Man from Jamiroquai. Yeah. Really <laughs> bring this a bit more current. Yeah. <laughs> if I knew somebody like was now in Smash Mouth or whatever, that would yeah. be amazing. So I can only. They couldn't be stuff. too far different. That's, Smash Mouth yeah. and Wicked Joe. Surely yeah. that's only about five years. Yeah, in terms of nostalgic kind yeah. of shitty things to be in yeah. now. Yeah. Well, not shitty for him. I'm sure that's a great gig. Yes. Hey, it's better than anything I've got going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, did Smash Mouth become Uncle? Wasn't there a shit one-hit wonder of a fat white American guy called Uncle Cracker? Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker is a real dude. No, I think they looked very similar. (laughs) You can be two different bands. You don't all have to be one band. Fuck me and everything is all right. Tommy, who who do you reckon is going to leave first out of me and you and then just hawk around this podcast? (laughs) Drag it around like a distended corpse. We all know it's just going to be Dilrook. Yeah. (laughs) I like the idea that we both bail and give this over to Dilrook. (laughs) No, Dilrook's going to have many better things going on than us. Yeah, that's true. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. It's a a compliment paid. Um, Tom Ballard, so you just got back from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I did. Congratulations on behalf of the Little Dunham Club on being nominated... Thank you. For the best newcomer. Yay. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, There's something backhanded coming, yeah, I reckon. No, not at all. Not Very at all. My chando sense is tingling. <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> how, how has the last 10 years of doing comedy been going for you? <laughs> This is like that drum article that came out during the week, which said four com- four up and coming comedians for you to look out for: Ronnie Cheng, Sam Simmons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How is the time space continuum working over in Scotland these days? Because I'm I'm thinking about going over there for my twenty first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> when you do eventually propose, she's gonna be like, she's gonna be like, what, what, what's wrong? Something bad is like, this is what I wanted for a long time. But fuck, what am I? Am I standing on a trapdoor? What yeah. is happening? Yeah, he proposes and then she starts crying. But they're not tears of joy. They're like, you have cancer, don't you? That's that's the only explanation for why you're now doing this. Will you marry me? Got him. <laughs> do you take this, Tim? <laughs> Oh, look, I understand there was some, you know, some, uh, you know, on my advertising in Edinburgh, I sort of had a little thing saying, uh, winner, best newcomer, Melbourne Comedy Festival, and neglected to mention that was in 2009. Oh, you know, you know, yeah, it is odd, I guess, particularly for Corey White, this year's best newcomer, who was also (laughs) advertising the same angle. Um, But it was my first Edinburgh Fringe. It's perfectly acceptable. It's all legal. Hey, no one's getting any I said congratulations, back. didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've just Thanks been it's like you've been just cross-examining yourself all day. You've got all that you've worked out all the possible things that people could say back to no, you. No, no, no. You've worked I'm out just, all angles. I am just this good on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I didn't mug the the victim. I yelled surprise. <laughs> 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 Having said that, I've heard good things about, you know, Carl Chan, the Comedy Zone 2016. I think it yes. could happen, mate. It Please. could all go down. I would, I would love that to happen. I thought you guys might enjoy this. This is one thing that happened in Edinburgh. Uh, because, look, I had a lovely time. It was really fun. It's a pretty intense festival. And, look, 
something that brought a little bit of sunshine into the light of Australian comedians there was that Ronnie Chang didn't have the greatest time of his life at yeah, Edinburgh. Yeah, I heard about um, that. You know, he... You lot are a vin- pack of vindictive bastards. Well, indeed. Well, it, it, I don't point... know that we like negativity on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think you may have come yeah. to the wrong shop. Yeah, exactly. We love the Ronnie. The only downside was I couldn't call Dill a disgusting <laughs> fat fuck. If you're going to be a negative Nancy in this house we live in, I think we're going to have to reassess this because I do not like to hang around people like that. And I don't want to stick the boots into Ronnie at his most vulnerable day. Oh, no, hang on. He just started the Daily Show today yeah. on US TV. At one point fuck said to Sam Simmons, like, oh, you know, man, it's, it's tough. You know, it's not quite working out what I want. And Sam Simmons <laughs> quoted as saying directly to his face, good. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think that's that's probably what Sam won the award for. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. So, and of course, he wasn't going that bad. It just wasn't going Ronnie Chang good, you know. Yeah. But anyway, the day that I found out I had nominated, I was nominated. We all uh, we all end up in this garden later um, later on the night having drinks, um, and uh, I was quite tipsy and was celebrating myself because uh, it's an honour just to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have a camera on you as they announced the winner? What face did you pull? Fuck this! <laughs> to be fair, you've had ten years to practice that face, so... <laughs> Surely they just could have queued up some B-roll from Reality Check, that TV show that you hosted here for ten weeks. <laughs> just good they've given you a chance. <laughs> Guys, lay off him. He's a lot more green than the rest of us. This little industry whippersnipper. We bring him in here to give him a little oh, boost. He probably, after this, he probably won't even ever go out and do his second gig. <laughs> hey, guys, you leave the best newcomer host Q&A yeah, alive. Yeah. <laughs> you guys will see next year when Will Anderson and I do a split show. You'll, you'll be swallowing your words. Anyway, over the garden and I'm uh, drank, uh, drinking with a bunch of people, um, including that trader, Reese Nicholson, and... Uh, <laughs> We're hanging out, and Susan Proven, the director of the Melbourne Comedy Festival, was in town there. She was there too, and uh, I was drinking an espresso martini. And someone said, "Hey, let's get an espresso martini." And Susan says, "Ah, oh, I don't really like them." And I was sort of drunk and sort of forgot <laughs> about the power and influence of Susan Proven. Turned to her and said, "What are you, an idiot?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you lost It'll, Best Newcomer. Well, exactly. Yes, I've <laughs> never will never host anything again. Anyway, so that's one power trip uh, executed. Then Roddy Chang was there. Uh, he came out after, and this is what just mere hours after the nominations have been read out. So you're just, <laughs> you've gone crazy with power almost immediately. He's gone full Albert Schweitzer. This is my first big break, guys. I'm very excited. <laughs> you're starting to get a taste of that power that you have back here over there, and starting to exercise it. Very good. Apparently, again, this is a separate sidebar, if I may. Uh, Reese, the, the couple of years ago when um, like Ronnie was at his first Edinburgh, and they were standing uh, because I think uh, maybe Steve, no Matt had been uh, Matt okay and being nominated for Best Newcomer and they were standing around the award ceremony apparently Roddy said wow you guys only started comedy a few years ago who would have thought we'd all be here standing here at Edinburgh me not being nominated <laughs> <laughs> so amazing so in this let's garden- just turn this podcast into the Ronnie Dirt podcast <laughs> yeah. if you've got any hot tips anyone in New York if you see him in the street you know pissing on a homeless man or something yeah. just yeah. text in yeah Giving away underwear. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so Roddy's uh, was walking around and was you know wasn't wasn't his super happy self because he was just like getting ready for the end of Edinburgh. He was stuff. like a normal comedian. Yeah, you know what, what, what's bad for Ronnie though? Like, like what, so just I to explain, well, he could only afford three of the letters that are lit up behind his name. <laughs> he just said Onnie. <laughs> 
how, how big was his venue? Like, was he in a... Um, it was like 100... No, it was like was 150. He, was he playing Tyne Castle? My parents went to his show, and it, I know some of his spots around town, he's fucking hilarious. He's great. He's yeah. just, you know, I guess it would be a bizarre world to move from, you know, selling out the main Melbourne Town Hall and being the bee's knees and, and just being... That, that There's a sensation of Edinburgh that you do just sort of feel lost because there is just so yeah, many shows. Yeah, it's a big shift. It's a big shift, but he did fine. It was all good. Um, and then I saw Ronnie and then uh, his phone started ringing and I was so drunk that I uh, grabbed it from him and answered it in his voice, not knowing who the hell it was. Right. Saying, hey, Ronnie. Hey, this is Ronnie. What's going on? How's it going? Hey. And uh, making up a lot of things in Ronnie's voice. It was uh, George, Ronnie's uh, agent. And, uh, and uh, I, I made fun of that, gave the phone back to him and then we carried on with the night. And then... So you're now signed with him. Well, Is that- <laughs> now Edinburgh finishes and then, of course, the news breaks. Ronnie has got, you know, the Daily Show news, which is fantastic. Then I thought, I got in contact with Ronnie and said, hey, you know when I answered your phone from George around about that time, what, what, what was that call about? And he said, oh, he was calling me to tell me that I'd got the Daily Show. <laughs> <laughs> So you could have got it. You, you could have just rocked stayed up. on the line a couple more minutes. You would have gotten it. You could have got your second big break. <laughs> Thank you, George. I don't want that job, but my friend Tom Ballard <laughs> is available. Who would have thought ten years ago we'd all be standing here watching me get a phone call saying that I've got the Daily Show <laughs> and giving it to my friend Tom Ballard? <laughs> that would have been a happy ending, wouldn't it? Wow. Speaking Just a fresh-faced newcomer, then getting the Daily Show. Speaking of big breaks, um, we, we, Tommy, like we've got live shows. We've been plugging on the sh- on the show lately on the podcast. We've got live shows coming up. Yeah, we've got a whole bunch of them. What do we got? We got Perth. This was the content you were fucking sizzling. It's still coming. It's okay, still good. coming. All right. We've got Perth. We've got Sydney. We're trying to sort out Canberra at the moment. That's looking good. We'll do Brisbane at the end of next year, and we've also no, at the no, start of next start year. Of next we'll year. do Brisbane start of next year. We're going to do a, we're going to do another Melbourne show. We'll do another Melbourne show before the end of this year, yep. and we've also got near the end of November. We've got. We've got our Adelaide show coming up, don't you, we? Have you guys heard of Adelaide before? That's <laughs> uh, a village of Port. Oh, that's a lovely thing to say about it. But anyway, um, we have got an Adelaide show coming up. And look, I feel like we... Big we announcement. Big announcement about the Adelaide gig. The big announcement. This is, this is still not the sweet content, but okay. this is a big announcement we're making official right, right now in the little dumb dumb. Tom and I will be... Be the punters. Yep. <laughs> we we've already announced that we are going to Adelaide <gasps> in November, but we're retitling the show. It's the official farewell tour of Adelaide. Yep. Oh. Hashtag go fuck yourself, Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> we complained about this last year, but never it's, again. It's hard to get people to go get out of the house and buy tickets to go to our show. So we're struggling with sales again this year. It, it's okay. It's just we're like, okay, Adelaide, we get it. You don't want us. You don't want anything. You don't want to live. Go fucking neck yourself, Adelaide. But, the, but this is like, so we're doing the big three-hour show and tickets are $50, which isn't cheap. And I've, I've heard that on Twitter as a complaint. Like, uh, maybe if tickets weren't 50 bucks, We went and we checked the sales from the start of the year when we did a regular price. A one $20, 20 show. Bucks. It was the exact same number. No, it was less. <laughs> So how, how many tickets have you sold? Oh, let's not go into into specifics. All right. All right. Yeah. Like let's just you... let's let's put it this way: they're very low for us. They're about three times what you would get yeah, to any show. Go. So oh, you know, you know it's, it's roughly personal. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's roughly a third of my favourite sex move. <laughs> <laughs> wow, one. <laughs> I think you guys are spoiled. I mean, as a well, new, half new, a dog. <laughs> as a newcomer, I'd love to get those numbers. <laughs> no. I like how you equate not wanting to go to the live Dub Dub Club as not wanting to live anymore. 
<laughs> like that is all these people have left. But if you lived in Adelaide, would you book ahead for things? Not Why not? When's it going to sell out? Yeah, fine. Just rock I up. would if the people who do the thing that I really like were constantly berating me on the air <laughs> and saying, get off your fucking ass and buy a ticket. But why does I every, probably would. Why does every other city book ahead? Why does every other city go, okay, great, let's go and get tickets to this thing that we listen to all the time? a big enough population that it might sell out. Okay, all right. Well, how's this? Adelaide has a reputation. Their people have a reputation of not leaving the house, of not going out at night, of not going to things. A lot of promoters won't go there. A lot of promoters won't bring their acts to Adelaide. They just that'll be the one black spot in in uh, Australia, and they won't go there. How how's this? How does it work in Adelaide that they have four twenty four hour bakeries, but no one that wants to fucking go outside their house at night? <laughs> How does that work? That is suspicious. Yeah. Fucking hell. So you guys are going to be like the big day out of live podcasts. <laughs> yes. <Just> yes. <laughs> Four people. First, yeah, first oh. Adelaide folds and then nothing. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> then exactly. it all goes yeah. down the toilet. Drag down the rest of the podcast. So we are coming, but come and, you know, come and <laughs> give us a kiss goodbye. Come and just, you know... Take it all in for the last time. Come yeah. and really just stare at us for the three Get, hours. Bring your cameras. Make sure you get your photos. Yeah. Anything you want signed because this is it, guys. Yeah. This is your last fucking chance. We're going to kill oh, ourselves. So he even said w- chance, not chance. He's, doing, <laughs> yeah. he's really reaching out to Adelaide. That's good. Yeah. So that's it, Adelaide. Come and get. Come and we'll have a pie with you at the 24-hour bakery afterwards. But <laughs> this is it for you and guys. And then that's it. And then like we'll have a pie and like we'll be saying, oh, so great to meet you. Thanks for coming. But guess what? When we were on that plane on the way back... That is fucking gone. Those memories are dust. We are not going to think about you for one more second yeah, after we anytime, left. Anytime we turn left from now on, all we see is Perth. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see, we don't recognise that state anymore. That I'm wiping out the whole state now. I'm wow. not. We're not. Oh, so there, it's, oh, so there's, there's never going to be a Port Lincoln live dumb no, dumb show? Oh, there's no, no Wyala. There's Horsham? No. Would you go Horsham? Would we Horsham, go, would we no, go as far as Horsham? Okay, Horsham. Paul's Gap, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Tail and bend, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That's 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 a big boy. Mess. I wonder what this is going to do for sales. <laughs> <laughs> then an, another message to all other states that if you hate having the Dub Dub Club in your town, cancel those tickets. This or, is the well, way to get to rid of us. Buy tickets. To be fair, Tom, that's. That's not the most complicated idea of all time. If you don't like something, don't buy tickets to it. <laughs> yeah, we're ahead of you on that one. <laughs> I think I saw a change.org petition asking people of Adelaide to not buy tickets to Dumb Dumb Club. So, you know, the public support is out there, guys. Yeah. You gotta listen Tyler to the people. creator, Chris Brown, the little Dumb Dumb Club. Because <laughs> listening to the show makes guys want to hit their own girlfriend. <laughs> makes girlfriends want to hit themselves. No, makes people want to hit who they think is a girl. Tommy Daslo. <laughs> That's that little cunt that owes me money. <laughs> Bam. Settle down, Mr. Ballard. Yay. Oh, very good. Very nice. I said Mr. Ballard, not Mr. Daslow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't quite get it. I just went along with the yeah. fun that everyone else was having. Yeah, I made a wrong joke. Sorry. Tom's dad hits me. Yeah. That's, oh, that's I, thought Tom, I thought you were looking into the future where Tom was going to be owed money by Tommy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, the joke worked. All right, we're there. It all works out. <laughs> Adelaide, buy tickets or you'll miss this. <laughs> Hey, can I, before you get to this sweet content, can I tell you guys something that uh, you may enjoy? Now, you guys all uh, met the dog that we are currently house uh, dog-sitting in this house. Uh, my Daisy. housemate's sister's dog, Daisy, a two-year-old golden retriever. Very kind and loving dog. Who <laughs> Can you see her out in the backyard? No, she's gone. she gone? Yeah. Is she actually gone? She's can you guys see her? Gone forever. She was walking around before. No, Is no, Is she no. just in that garden over there? I definitely saw her climb that roof and then jump off backwards, so I think she, it's gone. Maybe now. she's gone down the side. It's all fenced up. No, there she is. Oh, she's there? Okay, cool. I'm leaving that in. And she's Um, looking at us thinking we're going to let her in. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> she, so she's like a, just a young golden retriever. She's very nice, very good natured. Uh, the first morning that we had her, I was in my room. I was getting dressed for the morning, getting ready to face the world. All right, mate. And <laughs> we've all got stuff going on. <laughs> I had the door to I my room. I need to be open. excused. <laughs> I had the hey, door- there's plenty more where this come from when you move in together, buddy. Oh, Lordy. I'll be getting dressed every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that, but anyway. <laughs> Unless the black dog comes back. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Daisy's yellow. Oh, I get uh, it. So I was, uh, I was in my room getting dressed and the dog like walked into my room as I was getting dressed. So walked in, sat down. Took me in in my naked state and then started crying. <laughs> what do you think of that? And sort of saw me as I was like kind of bending over, putting jocks on. So got the worst view of it. So the, the, the golden retriever actually turned black as it was <laughs> looking at you. How's the? And started crying. What like? Oh. How's that when a th- when a thing that will definitely eat its own crap if given the opportunity <laughs> looks at you and goes, "You disgust me." <laughs> the dog then left the room, found a shotgun, dragged it into the room, <laughs> laid it at your feet, and looked up to you with dear eyes, saying, "Please." And then went, do back. the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> then ran to the video shop, grabbed a copy of Old Yeller. <laughs> And just look at oh, that look that she's giving us like she knows that she's being I, talked about. Isn't that I, weird? I think she was trying to like summon someone to rescue you for your, from your life. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Daisy? <laughs> Tommy's a disgusting fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Daisy? Tommy's Tommy's trapped in a dead end career in the arts. <laughs> well, what's that, Daisy? Tommy's fell down a well. No, oh no, he looks like he's fallen down a well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he looks Physically unwell. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of you, Naked, do you want to share that lovely sh- dream that you shared with me the other day when we were looking for houses? Your, oh, fuck. Your it's forecasting pretty, dream. It's pretty raw. So that sounds good. I yeah, had a dream. Oh, someone else's dream. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this a... is the great content, Carl. Was <laughs> I had a dream that uh, I was at a music festival. I have a dream. It was... <laughs> It was raining very heavily and it was very muddy in the dream and I made a conscious decision early on because all my clothes had gotten wet to just be nude for the entire festival. I thought I'll just walk around naked yep. in the mud. Everyone's getting dirty to and wet fair, and muddy. To be fair, which is better dressed than how you usually dress at the music <laughs> festival. So. Fuck off. <laughs> Clever. So, <laughs> so in this dream, we're walking Space around... Space jump. <laughs> <laughs> Some sweet impro going on. Yeah, but nah. no end to get fucked. <laughs> Space cunt. Um, so in this dream, I'm walking around. I'm covered in mud. I'm just like, and then I, at some point in the dream, I decide, actually, this is fucked. I'm going to go put on some clothes. So I'm running through the mud, and I, I slip in the mud, and I fall down face first in the mud. And then a woman who I don't know, this is in the dream, let me remind you, this didn't happen in real life. A woman just came up behind me while I was lying face down in the mud and started giving me a rim job. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the point. That's the point that I woke up and went, fuck, what's going on there? And again, you're bringing this up very loudly at a real estate inspection. Yeah, she starts giving me a rib job. Anyway, what's the lease on this joint? <laughs> Can we get a contact number for the application form? Before I do that, let me. What do you, what do you make of this? Anyway, yeah. yeah, before that, what are the neighbours like? 
<laughs> and the real estate agent. They're not agent weird, are they? There's no up. mud out in the back, is there? Because I had a dream about that last night. <laughs> the agent goes up to, to Ballard and goes, mate, um, just before you choose him as a housemate, you hosted Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve better than this. <laughs> yeah, anyone who's uh, in any way um, specialised or trained in the art of uh, working out what dreams mean, mm. right in, I'd love to know. Oh, I'll, I'll give it a crack. You're yeah. fucking lonely. Yeah. <laughs> and also cancer, I think. Cancer. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up. Now we 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 know exactly what's happening. As she was giving you a rim job, did all her teeth start falling out? (laughs) And did you wake up and the dog was there? No, my anus fell out. (laughs) What does that mean? Money problems, I bet. (laughs) Well, to be fair, all your dreams. Yeah, exactly. It's always money problems. At least with me, it is. All your dreams and everything that happens in your life can be. Brought back to that. Yeah, put in the category of money or problems or money problems. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's get to this sweet content. Sweet content. Well, are we done? Have we have we cleaned that well, asshole this, out in terms of that story? <laughs> have we gotten rid of all the sour content? Have we gotten rid of every bit of rotten content we can? Now we're just apexing towards the top of the content. Is well, because I had that other story that. Uh, oh, okay. We let's go into about. that. Go all on. right, right. So we'll build up to yours. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sweet. Uh, well, it's not even my content. This is a story you told me backstage at Spleen <laughs> about a month ago. Right. About uh, and, and I said, have you talked about that on Dum Dum? Because I, I was I was laughing very hard at it. And oh, this is about the job. That this is about I was the job. Fired and, from. And the great thing about this I, is. Oh, do you want me to tell it then? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. you, you're going to tell it better than me. Great um, content, Danny. Really appreciate you. <laughs> hey, this is an alley oop for Carl to slam dunk. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's the reason I really like this story. It's yeah, it's Carl getting fired from his job, but he wouldn't. They, they wanted you to quit, but you wouldn't quit. And it's just, well, yeah. it's, it's Carl using, you know how he's a fucking obstinate, stubborn prick that we have to deal with a lot of the time? Carl Chandler. Carl Chandler. <laughs> I don't. Just, it's, it's, it's nice to hear those, those powers being used for good. Okay. Well, I, I disagree. But anyway. All right, we'll uh, tell the story. That was me being obstinate. There's a little, oh, right, little yeah, joke okay. yeah, um, So, uh, I, I once had a job at a... Uh, publishing company Mm -hmm. a book publishing company and I worked there for for a year and I've told the story on the show of uh, of a very horrible breakup I had relationship breakup and I happened to have that while I was working at this place and at the time I was uh, right when that happened this I was like going into meetings like a couple of meetings honestly like a couple of meetings and I was pretty down about everything. And they would pull me out of the meetings and went, oh, you looked a bit sad in that meeting. Instead of going, oh, what's wrong? They're like, yeah, we don't like you being sad in meetings. <laughs> like, am I getting complained about for being sad in a meeting of, of which I had no use in being in? Like, it was a meeting about something I had nothing to do with. So I was just literally sitting in a room going, what does it matter whether I had a smile or what on my face? But they're like, no, we don't like that. It's like bringing people down and stuff. Like, wow, Really? Do you want to hear what I'm sad about? Not really. Okay, I'll just <laughs> keep going. And anyway, this I'm would be I'd love to see again, as with most of your stories, the this version yeah, of the yeah, reality yeah. side by side, where you're in the you're in the <laughs> meeting just with a razor blade out, just casually, just just running it down your wrist. I was doing nothing. <laughs> I, no, honestly, I would love to know the real reason behind them try them giving me the ass from this thing because I was like stunned at how all this happened. But anyway, uh, the so, voodoo doll that was sticking pins. Into. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In the and by the table. way, it's it's uh, Janet's birthday. What a cunt! Yeah. <laughs> so I had a weird dream last night, guys. Anyone want to hear it? <laughs> so I'm having this insanely rough time. I actually take time off. I take like 
one day off from work and you know when I joined I'd only been at this job for like 12 months and they actually part of the, the selling thing at the start of the job was saying you know what we've actually got our own sort of phone line sort of thing so if you have like really bad personal problems and stuff you can actually use this function like we pay for this sort of lifeline sort of uh, uh, function within the company it's not lifeline but we sponsor this individual lifeline thing within the company I'm like wow I might actually use that because I'm like really really having a rough time of things at the moment I'm actually really down and uh, I took a day off and I came back and they went anyway um, do you want to come in for a meeting and I came in for the meeting and they go yeah you're really having a rough time of it, aren't you and I was like yeah I really am and they go yeah so you're quitting today are you and I went <laughs> No, I don't think that was the plan. <laughs> Actually, having a job would help me out a little bit because <laughs> I'm having a rough time. I think the only thing that's helping me is <laughs> how I can pay for food and things to, <laughs> you know, keep me alive. And they're like, nah. Look. We think you need more time to focus on your depression. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're too busy. You need to really think about how that girl dumped you. You're not really concentrating Don't. on the bad aspects about yourself that she hated. And we've got you a, a severance gift. Here's uh, an oven. <laughs> what are the old gas ones too? Yeah, yeah. Really hard to find these days. And I was li- yeah, and here's half a taxi voucher because I was working in Port Melbourne, living in Williamstown. Here we there go. We go. And you need to go over oh. a certain bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Chandler begins <laughs> the origin story. <laughs> there it is. No. Oh, we're hearing about him training with the League of Duncuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's just after that, I got my ward Tommy in to become Dumb Cunt Robin. Oh, so, fuck. nerd. And blew back on me. Fuck. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I'm Dumb yeah. Cunt Robin. Yeah, yeah. It's my Mad Magazine parody of Robin. <laughs> I'm Fat Man. I'm Dumb Cunt Robin. Oh, they really gave up on that guy. Can I write Dumb Cunt in a magazine that's just on sale in a newsagent? Next, next to Archie and Veronica. Oh, look, it's Ghostbusters. Look, it's, it's Dumb Cunt Beckman. I don't like this new writer. It's got a lot of issues he needs to work out. <laughs> Dumb Cunt Beckman. <laughs> I like, but I like Ghost Dusters. The title of the actual movie is so tame. It's like, oh, this is a little, this is a nice little jaunt. Have you got the new issue of Scooby Cunt? It's the, it's the best. I like Ghost Dusters Cunt better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. Anyway, back to my story about depression. So. <laughs> 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 and this oh. isn't even the content yet, guys. <laughs> We've still got the content to come. Oh boy. Oh, so, so I'm in a meeting. I'm in a meeting, <laughs> and I'm being forced out of the company. I'm being told how much I hate being there and that I should quit my job. And I'm saying, no, I actually quite like it. I've I've liked nearly every part of this job apart from you trying to sack me against my will right now. This has been my least favourite part of the job. But apart from that, it's all pretty good. They're like, no, 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 you you should leave, you should leave. I'm like, no, I actually shouldn't leave at all. I think I'm totally against this idea of me leaving. What a negotiator. <laughs> but this is literally... Again, like a- you, you sound so stoic and like just, you know, calm and collected in your version of events. I bet you're like crying as you're no. saying this. No. I actually wasn't. This was actually good for me to have some, some sort... 
sort of bad thing going on that I could fight against. So <laughs> yeah, because you didn't have a girlfriend around to do that with anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so. Uh, at the end yeah, of the, the classic Carl Chandler story, when you've had something to rail against and hate and <laughs> yes. focus all your cynicism onto, I feel better already. <laughs> yes. exactly. This has really turned around. Exactly. So I get to the end of the conversation, and they're like, "Oh, we really think you should you should voluntarily leave." Oh like, my God. like, I really shouldn't. And they go, "Well, you know, you can you can leave, and you know, you'll have that. You'll you'll have you know six weeks pay to go with." And I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." Okay, when I'm thinking, gee, I'm on my last legs here. I'm not going to last in this in this job. Did you like the job that much to begin with? I actually really enjoyed the job itself. The mm-hmm. people were really bad. Okay, the, right. the pay was bad. Right, but it was something that I really it was book publishing. <laughs> it was designing and book publishing is something I really wanted to do maybe for the rest of my life. I really enjoyed what I did. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really wanted to do the job. It was just everything else that was no good. So I was like, look, I'm I'm going to be out of this job. If I've got six weeks pay, free, you know, extra pay, that's let's just take that while I can. So I said, I'll think about it, I'll come back. So I came back and I said, So that's sweet extra six weeks and they go, Oh, what do you mean extra? Like they're like, No, what we were offering to you, that's six weeks was your holiday pay. Oh. Like so your offer to me was the thing that I'm completely entitled to already. <laughs> yes. Because that's not really an offer anymore. <laughs> they're like Oh, well, you know, but you'd have those six weeks. I'm like, yeah, I'm aware. Like, I could <laughs> – I've got that now. That's not That's not an offer. You need to offer – and they're like, what, what do you want? I'm like, oh, give me another four weeks. They go, you want four weeks? <laughs> and I went, yeah. They go, you want four weeks for doing nothing? I'm like, no, I want four weeks for you sacking me. <laughs> they're like, oh, we're going to have to think about this. I'm like, all right, well, you go for it. I'm, I'll go back to my office and do nothing. And Carl they go, Chandler, union leader. This yeah. is awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I went back to my little office and they go, look, We'll, the only way we'll do this is you go back and write me an essay about why you're entitled for those oh. extra four weeks. And I went, all right, I'll do that. And I went back there and did Here absolutely... Here we go. And did, and did absolutely nothing. Oh, I actually okay. just <clears throat> did just surfed the net, just did nothing at all. What did you look up? Uh, Big Brother nudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First season. Still got him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a long time ago because he used the expression surfed the net. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back. I hacked did... into the mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, on Mad Magazine, it's called the Dumb Cunt <laughs> <laughs> so, so clever. I went back. I did nothing. After a couple of hours, they came back and went, okay, we'll give it to you. I went, okay. And they went, they, we want you to leave. All, all of your stuff immediately. Leave, leave the oh office my immediately. God. So I had to get like marched out. Like, oh, classic! All your stuff in a cardboard yeah, box. In the box. Style. Yep. <laughs> Straight away, got out of there. They didn't want me touching anything else. Whatever. So left there that day and was just like, wow! Like literally, I'd left. I, I, I'd lost the girlfriend like oh, two weeks before. Now I didn't have a job like that. I'm living. In Williamstown for some reason. Anyway, I got out of that job. And still so little humility towards anyone else who's going through <laughs> at that time. So I got out of there and then, you know, I'm really down about things. But then I heard uh, – and this is the bit I think you enjoy. This is my favourite bit. Yeah, this is the kicker because he's been ultimately sacked for, for no reason. And, you know, this yeah. is, it's, the, it's a classic opening lines of a Bon Jovi song. So mm. Yeah, yeah. So I get out of there. I, I more like an Ugly Kid Joe song if I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, that was a band in the early months. So anyway – um, I get out of there. I run into someone I used to work with in there uh, a couple of months later. I'm like, oh, and they go, uh, I said, oh, how is it in there? You know, I thought it was really unfair how I was treated and everything. And they go, yeah, uh, yeah, look, I don't think you were really thought of any higher once you left. 
like why I didn't do anything bad as I walked out. Like I, I copped it up the bum, really. I was like, <laughs> just bang. Out no babies there. though, so that's good. Yes, <laughs> get out of there. I hadn't done anything wrong or anything. They go, yeah, well, once you left, uh, a couple of weeks or months later, we found out that uh, you'd actually made a big mistake. <laughs> and so if you, if you weren't... If you were there at that time when they found out, you probably just would have got flat out fired then anyway. <laughs> like, oh, what? how bad could it be? They go, well, you know how you designed uh, the, the, the cover of the dictionary? <laughs> On the back cover, you spelt one of the words wrong. The way you told it to me backstage, you go, oh, I spelled a, a, co- a, spelled a word wrong on a, on a book cover. I go, oh, right, what was the book? Oh, yeah, it was the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's D-I-C-T-I-O-N-A-R-Y, not S-S-E-Y-A-C-U-N-T-S. It's not even close. so good. What word was it? Do you no. Concise? Or? No. Oh, no, I can't remember. I Carl Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a day where they had to sit around and just, uh, like, take covers off dictionaries <laughs> and put new covers on. So that was the Chandler day. That's Great. Brilliant. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. While we're doing Chandler by request, can you t- – it's a quick one, but can you tell the story about the restaurant that you tried to go to the last time you were in Thailand with your girlfriend, the one that had the really good reviews? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Tell us a story, Uncle Tell us, Carl. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because I, uh, I, I've been to Koh Samui a few times now and I'm a big user of TripAdvisor. Uh, okay. Big fan of TripAdvisor. Trip and, uh, and, you, and you always, uh, after you've been somewhere, you put the reviews in. You, you, you're the full circle of life. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I try and remember to, to – even now I still tr- – I'll get on there and still look. I still look at restaurants now, even though I'm not planning on going or anything. I just like to look at restaurants on TripAdvisor. So <laughs> I, I have always seen one of the top restaurants in Koh Samui. Uh, I, it was always in the top five and I'd never been there because I hadn't been to that part of the island. So when we did go to that part of the island, I was like, well, that's my one goal. I'm, I'm going to go to this one uh, restaurant because it's always right at the top, and I've seen nearly, I've been to nearly all the other top restaurants. You got to go. Who knows when you'll be back? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, we were in the vicinity, and I was like, right, let's go there. We're going to go there. And uh, so my girlfriend's going, okay, all right, we're going to go there. And and how far away is it? Oh, it's just fifty meters up the road. Okay, we'll get up there. We got up there and I said, look, that's it, just across the road. She goes, we are not going to that restaurant. We're, we're not going. I'm like, we just walked all the way up. There's no other restaurants around. She goes, we're not going there. I'm like, well, there's nothing else. Why not? She goes, look at it. It's called Cafe 69. <laughs> and there's a, massive, there's a massive six and nine out the front. <laughs> In pink letters. Jeez, and In she wonders. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. She won, and that was where you were going to propose. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah dinner for two. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we went in there, and and it was all like it was like a porno scene. It was like you know leopard skin. Uh, Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! It so le- it's not just a mistake. Like they're sort of trying to. Yeah. The, the numbers being pink says to me there's a little bit of you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was all leopard skin seats and couches and tables and stuff. It was like. Really over the top. And let's just go somewhere. And, uh, let's go to restaurant Reverse Cowgirl <laughs> and just have a nice meal. Restaurant up the bum, no babies. <laughs> I hear the martinis at the Rusty Trumbo now to die for. <laughs> yeah, I, I stuffed myself at Cosby Sweater. I fell asleep right there. <laughs> yes. 
So, <laughs> so we we were there. We were sitting there and it looked horrible and we're both going, we've made a horrible decision. There's no one in the restaurant at all. We get served, we get seated. They're not even particularly polite there. And we get the menus. And not only that, the, the, the horrible crime in Thailand is to charge over $3 for a main meal, obviously. So we're there. It's actually reasonably expensive for a, a main meal. And so we're sitting there going, nothing about this is good. What, what I disagree. You? The name is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the outside is fine. The I'd inside. be happy to pay for just the experience of getting to say, sure. I'm in Cafe 69. Sure. But there was nothing particularly on the menu that, that grabbed me. So I was like, you know what? Let's just, I know it's really rude. I hate this sort of move. But we're the only people in the restaurant. As soon as the waiter's back was turned, mm-hmm. we just, I just went, right, let's go. Let's go. And I just grabbed my girlfriend and we uh, went out. And she was sort of like going, Oh, oh, do we have to do this? I'm like, yeah, we don't want to be here. Let's go, let's go. And I'm sort of pushing her out the restaurant. She goes, I feel really bad because what are they going to think of us? We're, we're acting really rude. I'm like, I reckon they'll get over it. Their name's Cafe 69. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they've seen ruder behaviour like their own behaviour in naming this restaurant. <laughs> Please tell me the menu's themed too. Like, <laughs> I'll just have the missionary and like a couple of Kama Sutras, please. That'd be great. <laughs> So God, who's going to say it? And the, the cream Dassel- of some young guy. Yeah. <laughs> the Dassalo's dream. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate ice cream. So did you oh. then go on TripAdvisor and be like, what's everyone talking about? Yeah, how did it get rated so well? Maybe the food was amazing. Oh, I'm sure it was. Maybe you mm. literally got oral sex afterwards. Both yeah, maybe there's you. sex oh. stuff going on in there and that's why it's rated so high. Oh, okay. You know. right. Well, sounds like a good excuse to go back to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> Clockwise. <laughs> to the I'm channel back. plane. <laughs> it's my dream for me and you, Tommy, to do a podcast in Thailand now, I think. I'd, I yeah, it. I'd love to do that. Let's go. Carl, you're already on a list for going there so much. You go there with a small boy. <laughs> <laughs> Boys pushing it. <laughs> How about we do because people have like destination weddings. What a de- what about oh. a destination podcast? Oh. Like an end of season podcasting trip where we say, "Come on, listeners, come over to." Yeah, that, that's how you get Dude, South Australians in. Not only to sell tickets in Adelaide, <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is how they do Calm it because the you know, like, down. you get to see the show and you get to leave Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what, we've been doing this podcast for nearly six years now, but you know what, we could get. Best newcomer in Thailand. Oh, yes. Best new podcast, Thailand yes. Comedy Festival. Hey, <laughs> you had me at Kama. <laughs> as long as Tommy shoots some ping pongs out his asshole, I'm, I'm there. I'm hey, that was actually a men- an item on the menu at Cafe 69, actually. <laughs> Tommy shooting ping pong balls out of his asshole. Yeah, that was an entree. <laughs> Is that spicy? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's check, please. You really shouldn't put the toothpicks in there, but anyway. Lord. So. Alright, we're getting near the end, I reckon. Ding 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 ding. Sweet content alert. Grab your ankles, boys. Here comes the sweet content. Just lest we forget, um Robin Dumcut. Or Dumcut Robin. Yeah, Dumcut Robin. Dumb cunt Robin. <laughs> that's, what a, and that's what you're Robin. up against. You've got to beat Dumb Cunt Robin and all Carl Chandler's Mad Magazine's yeah. <laughs> parodies. Please. Right. I, look, I don't need to... How am I beating that? Am I beating that with, like, hilarity? I can't beat that with hilarity. We, we laugh for, like, a minute Oh, okay. Oh, so this is unfunny sweet content. <laughs> it's just great. Just great oh. content. Ghost Dusters, <laughs> Dumb Cunt Vecman. It's just a little, just a little taste just along a, the way. Yeah. 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 Previously on the Little Dumb Club. <laughs> well, he's a little build up to it. So uh, the other day, I've, I've, you know, everyone that listens to this show, I like to think knows of my fondness for the dessert chocolate mousse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do bite quite a lot. Uh, for the first time the other day, I bought my own packet mix 
to make it by myself. Oh. Uh, putting in a complaint, it says feed six people. It only fed one. <laughs> <laughs> there was one sitting involved. <laughs> was so there made a huge bowl of chocolate mousse by myself. Jesus Christ. So, what time good? of day? Uh, it's, it's, it's my lunch dessert. Hmm. Yeah, lunch straight, dessert. Yeah, straight after lunch. Fucking hell, how are you alive? Yeah, I'm. Because you're, 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 yeah, you look good for That's someone the, that eats this badly. I'm, I'm doing all right. Yeah. So another thing that is known to listeners of the show is our sometimes begging of sponsors on the show. <laughs> I approached my favourite moose company uh, last week. I have got official confirmation <gasps> today that we are now sponsored. Oh, it's happening. By a chocolate mousse. Yes. Oh. Yes. Very nice. I, we, are, we, we now have an official chocolate mousse of the podcast. Holy oh, shit. Very good. Oh, this is huge. Oh, wow. Welcome to the Dum Dum family, Yalla chocolate mousse. Oh, you said my wow. favourite and then you literally had to read the name no. off the label as you pulled it out of your No, I thing. didn't Yalla. <laughs> my friends are Yalla. Do we all get a Yalla now and enjoy it during the podcast? Oh, well... No, I've had that okay. in my bag. So let's, can we? Let's all just have a. I'm, yeah, let's I'm taste keen it. to taste a little bit. I'll get a spoon for everyone. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, get. We'll, let we it be known. Do a plate or something. I am in no way getting anything out of the sponsorship. I will be honest about my opinion on the yellow moose. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I will not be bought. See, t- Tom worked for the, did radio on the ABC, whereas I did commercial. I will lie through my teeth. Yeah, great, <laughs> great. Because this is a real deal. Yellow chocolate moose. I hit them up because uh, at a live podcast, I think at our third anniversary live podcast. Uh, uh, Listen to the show. So, have... Tommy, can you just make a bit more noise there, please? Is that all right? <laughs> oh, God. And they're not even moved in together yet. <laughs> hey, a bit of respect towards Yellow, please. So, I at the, at the third anniversary podcast, uh, a listener uh, brought to me moose. Like, that happens a lot. A lot of listeners bring moose to the live show, which is always appreciated, even though generally after the show... I'm just drinking and then it just gets really warm in my bag and then inedible later on. Yeah. So, but someone brought this yellow chocolate mousse, gave it to me, and I thought it was the best mousse I'd ever had. It's very rich, dark chocolate mousse, my favourite kind. I hunted it down. It's being stocked in the re- in the restaurant, in the supermarket near my house. So it's convenient for all the listeners of the show that yell at me on Riversdale Road. <laughs> After they call me an arsehole driving down the street, they can then park out the front of the Renaissance supermarket, get themselves a sweet little tub of yellow chocolate mousse. This is exciting. Sh- Shout-outs to the uh, yellow representatives who have sat through Tommy getting a rim job and Tales of Cafe 69 <laughs> to yes, finally the yellow hear. AGM is getting very <laughs> awkward. Yes. Shout-outs. Yes. Is there a credit line you've got to say? Like, yellow moose, mmm. Moosey. Oh yeah, there's um, what I've got on the uh, uh, on the website here. Uh, here's their little catch catch cry catch phrase on the chocolate mousse page. Just one taste, and you'll find a party in your mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, and everyone's invited. Yeah, that's... it is an airy, bitter, dark chocolate mousse. Ooh, you, you know none so, of back those. Everyone, adi- none of those adjectives are good. <laughs> no, that's good. I think. very funky chocolate mousse. Yeah. So going off the the yellow website. The chocolate mousse page. Yalla is award-winning chocolate mousse, has won champion cream or dairy dessert at Sydney Royal Show. Read more. There's no more to read. Okay. So there is... What more do you need to read? No, they you won don't. best at the Sydney show. That's exactly. enough endorsement for me. Exactly. All so right. what do we... Now, you guys are all tasting chocolate I, mousse as I've we not, I'm going to taste it live. I'm going to live, oh, okay, I'm gonna live tweet great. it. Here we go. So, uh, um, oh, wow. Just a it's reminder, genuinely good mousse. It's really good. Just a reminder that listeners do love it when we eat right into the mic. So please, <laughs> let's make sure we get this really... That's, that's really good mousse. 
That and, is you know, delicious. On, the, on right. the website itself, it says refrigerate between zero and five degrees Celsius, whereas I've just whacked it in my bag. Mm. So That's a serving even, suggestion. That's not even peak serving conditions mm. is what you're tasting it at. This is, um, this, what do they say? It's like a party. Yeah. This is like a party where everyone's giving me a rim job, I'm going to say. <laughs> For me, that's like on my end. That's the kind of pleasure I'm feeling This right is like now. a party. It looks like that too. <laughs> this is like a party hosted at Cafe 69 in your mouth <laughs> that I will not walk out of. Oh, man. Mm. Um, now, what can I ask about this, the deals of the sponsorship? Like, are they sponsoring you with moose or are they yeah. giving you food? This tub that we just served up, was that our whole That's sponsorship? It. That's yeah. it, really. Yeah. The next 28 episodes, you have to bring it up. It's not an official sponsorship, as in I just stole it from a supermarket. Okay, but right. No, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's an official deal. Um, so we're officially sponsored with money, mm-hmm. like grown-up proper money, like yeah. big boys earn. Mm-hmm. And also an offer to go out to their factory and get a 17 pallets full. 17 pallets? Really? I may have exaggerated that. <laughs> there wasn't a real figure given. Tom, can I borrow your pallet mover? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's great. That's, that's, fantastic. that's fantastic work, this, Carl. This isn't even free moose. This is moose I bought. I'm, I'm supporting what do you who want, supports What, do you want me? us to pay you back or something? You fucking... <laughs> who do I invoice for this? <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic moose. I, uh, it's, you're right, it's very creamy. It's very... I'm sort of used to your moose that's uh, that's got that fluffiness to it. Yeah. Maybe it has that when it's not been sitting in an insulated bag. Yeah. In my laptop bag. Yeah. <laughs> now, the other question. Are you moose exclusive? Mm. Have they bought moose exclusivity? Yes. And you're not yeah. allowed to eat, talk about the Yeah, if, if yes. aeroplane jelly comes a knocking, are we no. going to have to kick them back? You know what? This I'm happy to eat this. This is my desert island moose. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm happy for this to be the moose I eat from here on in. Oh, you're dim. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please, so please add a sound effect. Over this. <laughs> desert island moose. <laughs> So what do, what do they need to see to keep this arrangement going? Because I'm thinking, you know, we, we need to get ourselves on that label. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We need get some good. kind of tie-in, you know? Well, let's, let's – you know what? I just want to see as many listeners support the podcast by going out there. You know what? We get tweeted and Facebooked a lot by people eating chocolate mousse and then sending it to me going, hey, Jando, check this out. And yep. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's, and, that's, hey, that's and also worth noticing, anyone from Nando's who's listening, you fucking blew it. Yeah. You've had three <laughs> years to make it right. Nando's, rim Tommy Dassler. <laughs> Rim, tossy, to- oh, ring. ring. Yeah. Right. Rim? <laughs> yeah, 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 ring. With a counter offer. No, 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 here's the thing because the whole moose talk from here was built from uh, you know, an episode where it was brought up that I ate Nando's moose. Yep. Now, that, that was a moose of convenience. <laughs> wow. That was a moose that was near the comedy gig that I put on. It was, it was there. Yeah. It was there. It wasn't a choice. It wasn't like I was saying this is the best moose going. It was the moose that this, I had. To uh, have. This is kind of I don't like hearing this. This is like this is like when someone breaks up with a with a girlfriend. They're like, yeah, she's a fucking bitch anyway. I always hated her. Sorry, yeah, th- that's what's happening. Sorry, yeah. But it's, I it just found makes a new, me a little sad. I found a new sexier moose. <laughs> so, Carl, when you do your wedding vows, uh, maybe don't start with a preamble of how horrible the other moles. Were. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely can't promise that. <laughs> Danny, very cute. When that's yeah, very, yeah. I'm an very optimist. cute of you. When I get married to yellow chocolate mousse, you're all invited. <laughs> so what, how do how do yellow know that they're having any? Do they have do they have any kind of social media? Yeah, what presence? are the KPIs? Have they, got, have they got Twitters? Have they got Facebooks? To be honest, I think the sponsorship. If they do, do they refer to them as Twitters? <laughs> <laughs> the, to be fair, I think the sponsorship amount we're getting is so low it really doesn't matter either way. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think it sounds to me like this is just money that they're paying you to leave them the fuck alone. At this point. <laughs> they did, to be fair, to be completely fair. <laughs> yes. I did submit a proposal to them for them to uh, sponsor the podcast. They didn't get back to me. I then followed up with three different emails that were pictures of me holding today's paper oh. with a bucket of moose next to it, pointing it to show I was eating it on that so, day. No, holding the paper saying, I will blow this moose's brains out <laughs> if you don't come yeah. to the party. Yeah. Those people at that publishing company thought you were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Egg forward, on their face. I'm looking forward to you spelling the word moose wrong when you put this plug out there. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate mouse. Who, who doesn't like that? Carl... <laughs> oh. But hey, that's delicious. That is great moose. That's it really is. good moose. Good on you, Yalla. It is my number one moose. So, guys, uh, if you can now, what happened was I didn't get all the full details because I did contact their subsidiary suppliers about where to find uh, Yalla moose. So, just you're gonna you're gonna have to find out either on Facebook. We'll find out the details. Facebook, Twitter, maybe even our website. Further episodes along the road where exactly if you can find If only listeners had it. a contact number for someone who... Oh, God. <laughs> 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 had a direct line to the stockists. You know, that could uh, be helpful. But, hey, if, you, uh, if you're near a Renaissance supermarket, I know that they for sure have it because that's where I get mine. At the very least, guys, if you're anywhere near the corner of Riverdale Road and Glen Ferry... <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's where I usually meet Fleety to give him money. So you can come there, <laughs> you can meet me there, you can get... Fleety can get 50 bucks off me You can get a bucket of chocolate mousse Next off Next time give Fleety 55 bucks Get him to go in and get some of this yeah, yellow You know That's not a bad idea Fleety's written a book They'd be happy with that kind of That kind of endorsement Yeah so if you can stick mousse up your arm Yeah so anyway <laughs> Said with a mouthful of it. Because don't forget, the little dum dum club is followed by yellow moose. Yes. Stick that up your arm. Yes. yes. All right, guys. I think that's just about all the time hey, we have. Just one taste, and you'll find a party in your arm. <laughs> you'll want more. It is Lots addictive. More. It is addictive. It's yeah. very good. All right, guys. That's all the time we have for the little dum dum club this week. Tom Ballard, Daddy McGinley, thank you very much for joining us. Thank Absolute you, friends. Pleasure. Uh, Daddy... Thanks for letting a little newcomer like me on your show. <laughs> I really appreciate Happy it. Happy to give up, you a trot, mate. Shut Thanks. up, dumb cunt, Robin. Uh, well... <laughs> Shut up, dumb cunt Vecman. <laughs> um, I'm so happy with that. Nick. What have you What have you got coming up, Danny? Uh, I'm in Brisbane. Dustin Ghosts. Uh. <laughs> Dustin makes me feel good. Is, it, is this coming out tomorrow? I ain't afraid of no mess. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in Brisbane uh, all next week uh, playing the sit-down comedy club. Oh, excellent. And, and the plug you always want to get in, your DVD. My DVD, yeah. A sp- sales always spike after I appear on a Dumb Dumb episode. Zero to two is a spike, officially. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I've got a kid to feed. If you make, if you make a big enough grab, that is a spot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and uh, you you actually had a, had a great selling point. Um, if there's anyone out there who wants to come to a drunk cast but has never been able to, the closest thing you'll ever get is the DVD commentary yes. of my DVD. Like we were drunk, and it gets pretty. And we loose. don't hold back. You yeah. don't, they don't hold back. I actually watched about 20 minutes of it last week. Oh, you poor thing. And, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> It's yeah, it's 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 intense. Just feeling a little too good about yourself, were you? <laughs> so just to be clear, it is a proper old school roasting of Danny McGinley on the live commentary on the on the back of his DVD. So yeah, very fun. It's me, Tommy, Harley Breen, and Nick, Nick Cody. Cody. Nick Cody. Yeah. yeah. Very good. So DannyMcGinley.com is where you can get that. Correct. Are you guys doing anything for the ABC's mental as well? <laughs> I think you can fit it's it really a well. we haven't been asked. It's yeah. weird. It's, it is weird. Um, Very weird. Westgate West as Tom Ballard, what have you got going on? Um, I am going to be at the European Beer Cafe this week on oh, this Thursday you, night. Yeah, if you hear it officially straight away. 
Yes, if you hit, yes, right, Thursday, the 1st of October. Yeah. Um, other gigs are on my website at tombella.com.au. I'm going to be in Sydney for the Just for Last Festival. And I have a podcast called Like I'm a Six Year Old. And I would love people to listen to that. And um, yeah, we're getting a new show together to tour next year. Woot. Should say if people miss you at the European Beer Cafe, you can double up. You can Ooh. catch Tom, Catfish Comedy. My gig, October 6th, I believe that is. Indeed. Uh, Yellow Moose, get out there. Tweet us your little screen grabs of yep. you with them. Get screen grabs of you eating Yellow Moose or, or, or shooting but it up. Do we know how anything works? Yeah, take pictures. Get, it, get <laughs> us on Twitter, get us on Facebook, Instagram. We'll retweet all that sort of stuff. We appreciate Hey, support the people who support us. Uh, especially, you know what? If you're in Adelaide, go and buy some moose if you're gonna, not going to buy a fucking ticket to our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get your uh, get your farewell speeches for us for yeah. when we're there in a couple months, guys. We don't need uh, you anymore. We got yellow. <laughs> we got moose. All right, guys. That's all the time we have for this week on the Little Dum Dum Club. We'll see you next time. See, see you, mate. mate. I love you, yellow. Fat man. Yellow good. <laughs>